0: to the Plant Witch Podcast, where we enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schreeder, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? This week we are celebrating the autumnal equinox in the northern hemisphere of the world where the long summer days are starting to tip toward the dark of winter but for a brief time we have this balance of light and dark. I was taught that these times the season changes are times when we are most energetically vulnerable. That we are most vulnerable to illness, accidents, making big drastic decisions that perhaps aren't in our best interest, and vulnerable to um, sort of negative programming or um, energetic attacks whether from ourselves or from others who would like to see us fail. This is a topic that comes up a lot in magical circles. This idea of black magic or dark magic or malicious magic or baneful magic, hexing, cursing, uh, psychic attack, witch wars, you know, all that sort of thing. And... Um, in a time when we're energetically more vulnerable when the seasons are changing it can be a time when we're feeling a little bit energetically off or we're clumsy or we're getting sinus infections or our allergies are acting up and maybe we're not sleeping well and we can start to wonder is someone casting an evil eye on me is someone Slinging hexes my way? Am I sabotaging myself? And so, I feel like this is a good time of year to have a look at what we believe about baneful magic or dark magic. Um, where does our own personal belief anchor in our lives um, around this topic? And... Um, so that's what i'm going to talk about today i'm outside just enjoying the chickens and the crows and the breeze i know i won't be able to be outside much longer so um, thank you for your patience with the background noise um, as i enjoy these last few weeks of really beautiful weather as the season winds down so i Myself, am extremely sensitive to energy. Um, recently, I was in a client session, and while I was working with the clients, I began to see dark, shadowy orbs flying into the client th- with my physical eyes. Um, this is not something that I've experienced before. Shortly after I was aware of the orbs moving into the client, I developed an ocular migraine. This is only the third ocular migraine I've ever had in my life. So this is not a common experience for me. Um, If you've never had an ocular migraine, the way that they present for me is suddenly my vision um, and the central point is obscured and blurry In the same way as if I had been staring at the sun or a bright light, and then there's that sort of green, blue, shimmery visual distortion that you get from looking into bright lights. Well, that happens. Um, That is an uh, ocular migraine symptom for me. So I started to feel nauseous, and then within 10 minutes I had a physical migraine. So it became very clear to me that there was a um, discordant energy present around the client. An energy that is probably malicious in intent. And because I'm very sensitive to energies like that, my body set off all the alarms. My vision became obscured. I became physically ill. Um, This is my body's way of shutting things down so that I can be safe. Um, I left the session and I immediately got in touch with my teacher who worked with me through some grounding and protective techniques to help bring me back to myself and minimize any kind of long-term effect that could be had from being in close contact with, a, with such discordant energy. So many of us in the world right now are empathic. We feel energy deeply. We can be impacted by the kind of energy I felt around my client, um, whether that energy is attached to an object or a place or a person Or we have attracted that energy to ourselves. I believe that my client has created an environment around herself that is hospitable to the kinds of forces that I encountered in her. And that's what I want to talk about today. For me, these kinds of energies that feed off of chaos, and discord, and failure, and sabotage, and jealousy, and rage, they can only live in our auric sphere when we create environments that are hospitable to their presence. It's very much like parasitic energy. Like um, in the physical world, we see echoes and mirrors of the energy world or the metaphysical world so here in the physical plane we have ticks and mosquitoes and leeches and cockroaches and rats (laughs) i love rats personally but um these sort of scavenging parasitic entities that are physical material beings and they have counterparts in the energetic world um metaphysical or supernatural beings that are similarly parasitic scavenging kinds of beings. So just like when I come in from the forest, I do a really good check of myself for ticks, Um, or I put on cedar wood oil spray to keep the ticks and the mosquitoes away. Um, We know that when we go out into the world we should check for these malevolent, baneful sorts of beings who want to be uh, feeding off of our anger, our jealousy, our senses of failure. Um, And so we can't feel them physically on our bodies, the way we can find a tick embedded in us. But if you have a body that's deeply attuned to energy, like the body I have in this incarnation, it will tell you. My body quickly told me, you have a parasite wanting to attach to you. So we are going to shut down <laughs> your vision. Um, we're going to make sure that you can't stay open to this person by, shutting, by giving you this really profound physical symptom. Um, so I knew right away, and I could address it right away. So I would ask, like in your own experience, if you're around a situation or a person or a place where your body is sending you tons of signals. Maybe you feel nauseous. Maybe when you leave that person you feel really, really tired. Maybe as soon as you walk into that place you get a dull headache. Um, These are messages that our body sends to us to let us know that there's something not right. There's something that needs our attention. And then what do we do about that? Well, just like I feel around for ticks whenever I'm finished in the forest, we should be scanning our energy body every day. Really every night and every morning because we are vulnerable in sleep as well just feeling through our energy body for our emotions any areas of tightness or pain um, that are new or um, that maybe don't make sense to us feelings of dread or lethargy Uh, where did these energies come from and then removing them and My favorite way to remove unwanted energy from my body is breath and plants. (laughs) Um, So deep intentional breath with the corresponding sense of prana or life force coming into my body and then removing any toxic energy with the exhale is one of my favorite ways to cleanse out the auric field. Uh, And then I also do plant cleanses. So... I was taught to make what are called plant baths, where I harvest plants prayerfully, um, asking them if they would please be part of my um, energy hygiene ritual. So as I'm harvesting, let's say oregano, and sage, and thyme, and echinacea, and motherwort, and I'm I'm asking them. I harvest you with the intention of keeping my energetic body healthy and clean and intact and harmony. And I just say a prayer acknowledging to the plant the purpose for their harvest and asking for their cooperation. And I say that prayer constantly as I'm harvesting the plant. You can use that plant in a bundle. You can tie it with twine or jute or or wool thread, whatever you like. Um, And then you can wave the plant bundle around you like a wand, or you can dry it and then burn the the plant bundle. Um, One of my favorite ways is to cut the plant into small pieces and then let it steep in a bowl of water for 20 minutes to four hours, like you're making a flower essence. And then I strain out the plant material and add um, half that plant bath that I just made and half vodka or another high-proof alcohol in a spray bottle. And then I spray that plant bath all around my auric field to um, raise the vibration of my own energy body and to make my energy body inhospitable to the types of beings who would feed off of pain, misfortune, anxiety, depression, that sort of thing. Essential oils are also really great for this and that's actually how my teacher helped me come back from where um, I had sort of spiraled a little bit. She had me make a blend. Um, I had actually infused some olive oil with a tea from the Witchwood Tea House called Clear the Path, which is a ritual tea to move away anything that would obstruct us or challenge us in an unproductive way. Um, So I had this oil freshly made and then I added lavender and patchouli essential oils to the base oil of the clear the path infused olive oil and then I anointed my energy centers and the base of my skull and drew some protective symbols um, with this oil on my body which was incredibly nourishing and grounding and it felt really really beautiful Um, so that was a really lovely way to sort of clear out and seal up my own energetic being you can also carry stones with you um, that are grounding or and protective stones like tourmaline and obsidian Um, The dark colored stones tend to be really wonderful at grounding out any energy that would uh, be baneful. Also um, iron, uh, pieces of iron can be helpful with that or salt. I have a big um, salt sort of uh, rock (laughs) that I'll put under the bed of under the pillows of the kids if they're having nightmares or um, I'll hold it myself if I'm feeling ungrounded. So there are lots and lots of resources out there about um, protection and grounding. But what I think is most important is having a solid sense of self and knowing what I feel like. What does my energy body feel like? What do my emotions feel like? What does it feel like when I am worried about something? And then when is an energy moving through my body that doesn't feel like me, it doesn't feel like mine, it doesn't make sense, and then taking proactive steps to re-harmonize my own energetic ecosystem using some of the tactics that I've talked about here and spending a lot of my time fortifying and edifying my sense of self by doing things I love, Listening to the music I love, making beauty in the way that I love to make beauty, having a confident sense of self, so that it is clear to me when something is not me, um, or when something is attempting to sabotage me. If, when we're doing that kind of introspection and... and um, scanning of the self and edifying of the self we realize that actually this is self I do feel like this I do feel lethargic depressed, anxious like a failure Um, that is where our work is and that needs our attention because until we can address those patterns um, and find our solid sense of who we are what we are doing in this world what safety feels like for us then in, in this, a state where those vibrations are present for us, we are sort of like living in a house that's hospitable to rodents and pests, you know? It's like um, having a whole lot of undealt-with pain in our own energetic being is sort of like having food crumbs all over your house. (laughs) There's unmetabolized, undigested, unprocessed emotional debris inside our energetic being, which is attractive to parasitic and scavenging entities in the same exact way that having half-eaten Oreos piled up in the corner would be attractive to mold and ants and cockroaches. Um, And this is not to be shaming that at all. I think almost all of us, if not all of us, have unmetabolized, unprocessed emotional debris in our energetic bodies. And if we do, if we find that in ourselves, then we are responsible to attend to that. Um, Through some of the things I've mentioned here, working with the plants, cleansing our energy body, but also really practical things like caring for our health, seeing a doctor if we're sick, seeing a mental health provider if we have unmanaged anxiety and depression, um making sure our relationships are healthy, and if they're not, getting help ending those relationships, or finding coping skills if we can't end those relationships. So we really are responsible for our energy in this world. And if someone is casting a hex at us, or is sending the evil eye our way, Or does want us to fail. The impact of those negative, baneful energies will be minuscule. If we are tending to our energy body, if we know who we are, if we feel that energetic imprint coming our way and immediately tend to it, like pulling a tick off or pulling off a leech, And then making sure we know how to walk in our own feet. We know how to walk on our own path. We can't be swayed by those kinds of malevolent forces when we are really centered in who we are. And we can call in helpers with that too. You know, ancestral guides and spirits of the land and deities. um, Whoever you work with they can really help to hold that integrity of your energetic being so that it is not vulnerable to this kind of attack, whether from outside ourselves or from inside ourselves. When we get into the habit of criticizing ourselves or reliving past traumas or believing that we're going to fail, then we are creating baneful hexes on our own future. So I have a feeling that I'll be doing more episodes on this kind of thing because it's um, really coming up a lot with uh, my own community here where I live. Um, One of the biggest problems that magical people have had throughout time is superstition and projection. So we can be superstitious about our actions and start to believe that there are energies out to get us. And then instead of dealing with our own uh, unmetabolized emotional debris, we project that outward and then we make enemies where there aren't any. Um, And these are two of the biggest problems I see in the magical community. And if you go back to one of my earlier episodes, Berry and the process of othering, um, I talk a lot about this projection piece and how we other ourselves and how we put other beings in that category of other, um, which to me is really the root of Bane magic, um, which I don't tend to practice myself, except for in very rare circumstances. Um, So if you're finding yourself clumsy this week, or if your throat's a little sore, or your digestion isn't quite settled, um, or you're feeling like you need to make a big change but you're not sure why, just know that we are in the liminal time. We're in the the changing of the seasons, and that's very unsettling to the human energy body. So the work right now is to ground ourselves in a strong sense of self, make sure we're well-nourished make sure our mineral intake is good, we get enough magnesium and enough sodium and um, enough potassium, that we're eating solid meals, that we're drinking lots of water, that we're moving our bodies um, in healthy ways. All of this helps us to make it through these transitions uh, with as little negative impact as possible. So for those of us celebrating the autumnal equinox in the northern hemisphere, uh, may this time of the harvest be a blessing. May your harvest be bountiful and may we fill our larders and our pantries with all that is good and healthy and beautiful so that when the darkness descends on us, we will be ready and we will be solid in our own sufficiency and in that solidness then we can help each other because it just overflows thanks for listening